Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we talk about the Bible, speak the truth, and make Bible study come to life. Here is your host, Joshua Cantrell. Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life, and I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. We are so thankful, so appreciative for you to be listening to this podcast, wherever you are, uh, whatever it is you're doing, we, and I mean we, the Scatter Abroad Network, just appreciate your participation, your willingness to uh, not just be a part of the Diligent Podcast, but all the podcasts on the Scattered Abroad Network. Today, I am discussing probably one of the most misinterpreted uh, passages of Scripture, um, really, really throughout the entire Bible. Psalm 51. Of course, Psalm 51, the background, we take that from 2 Samuel chapter 11, uh, 12 and 13, really, uh, those chapters for that matter. And really, in verse number five of Psalm 51 is really where we want to uh, make the point known. But of course, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't give you just some background information to this psalm to really help us appreciate uh, what David was trying to convey uh, all those years ago. Now, of course, there are some listening to this who are familiar with where I'm going, uh, but there may be some who are not as familiar. And so we certainly want to uh, give time to what the text has to say. So in Psalm chapter 11, David goes out one day on his rooftop. Now, David is supposed to be out leading his men, leading God's people. Uh, but on this day, on this occasion, David was at home. And so as David is going on top of his rooftop one day, 2 Samuel 11, verse number two to be exact, the Bible there says he saw a woman washing herself. And the Bible says the woman was very beautiful to look upon. Now, a lot of people like to say, oh, David is already committing sin. David is doing something he ought not to do. And I appreciate that. And I understand that. But David just saw David didn't do anything. He just went out. He saw this beautiful woman. David, he should have turned away. He should have went back inside. He should have went about his business. But the Bible says in verse number three that David sent his messengers to acquire, to inquire about this woman. Now, this is where David gets himself in a lot of trouble. Because in verse number four of 2 Samuel 11, David sent messengers and he took her. And she came in unto him. The Bible says he lay with her for she was purified from her uncleanness, Leviticus 15, 18. And she returned unto her house. Now, the Bible goes out of its way, I believe. The Bible goes out of its way to show us and to teach us, and I'll be the first to raise my hand and attest to this, when you don't do it God's way, you will always get yourself into some trouble. It doesn't matter how good you believe in your mind, you are at scheming, at 
uh, covering up evidence. I'm telling you from personal experience, I'm telling you from what the Bible has to say. When you do things that are not right in the sight of God, he's going to expose you. If you remember in Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 and 2, here you have Sarah coming to her husband with this plan. Well, take Hagar, my handmaid. And so the Bible says in Genesis 16 and verse number 2, he David, he hearkened unto the voice of his wife. And if you remember there later on, Abraham was going to have some problems. Now, don't get me wrong. God has given us the standard for marriage. It's one man, one woman from the marriage altar to the cemetery. God never wanted Abraham to get himself in this situation. God never wanted that. But God is not going to stop you from doing what you want to do. He's not going to do that. And so the same thing is true with David here. David saw this woman. Nothing wrong with that. But where David got in trouble is David said, you know what? I, I think I want her for myself. And so the Bible says in verse number five, and the woman conceived and sent and told David and said, I am with child. Again, when you don't do things the way God instructs, when you don't do things the right way, you're just going to have problems on top of problems. And so now David, he's got himself in some trouble. And so what do we do oftentimes when we get ourselves into some trouble? We have to clean it up before other people find out what we have done. And so this is what David did. David said, go get Uriah the Hittite. Verse number six. Verse number seven. And when Uriah was coming to him, David demanded him how Joab did and how the people did and how war prospered. And in verse eight, David said, go down to thy house, Uriah, wash thy feet. And he went out in verse number nine. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of the Lord and went not down to his house. Uriah said, how am I going to go home and enjoy my family when 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 all of David's army is out here fighting? Uriah said, how how in the world can I do this when I know where I need to be? In fact, David, you should be out there as well. <laughs> and so the Bible says that when David came to the realization that Uriah wasn't going to do what he wanted him to do, Uriah, well, David uh, was forced to do something that was not going to be right. And so in verse number 27, of that chapter, the Bible says, and when the morning was past, David sent and fetched her to his house. She became his wife. Now at this point, Uriah has now died. And the Bible says, but the thing that David has done, the Bible says it has displeased the Lord. 
something I'm always reminded of is the fact that God, well, the Bible identifies David as a man after God's own heart. Now, don't get me wrong. David was not perfect. Again, we're reading 2 Samuel chapter 11, the great tragedy of David. David did something. And by our standards, that is unforgivable. David has done something by our standards that 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 should really he should not be king anymore. He should not be in charge. He shouldn't do anything anymore. But aren't you thankful that God's standard, God's love, and God's grace is different from our own? I'm thankful that God doesn't treat us the way we treat each other sometimes. Isn't that amazing to think about? Again, David just had done something that is really unforgivable. But yet God is going to forgive him. Now, in 2 Samuel chapter 12, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about because time had went by. And David really didn't think about anything. And so the Bible says the preacher comes to David, a trusted friend, a trusted ally. And so in verse number five of 2 Samuel chapter 12, after Nathan has just given David this parable about the lamb and how this uh, farmer came down, a rich man, and how he took the man's one ewe lamb. And the Bible says David's anger was greatly kindled. David is so self-righteous, so full of himself. He cannot even see the comparison that Nathan is trying to make with him and to him. And so in verse number seven, Nathan said unto David, hey, thou art the man, you're the man, the finger of conviction. So the Bible says that when David realized what he had done was wrong, in verse 13, David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, the Lord also have put away thy sin, that thou shalt not die. Which brings us to Psalm chapter 51. In Psalm chapter 51, we have David's repentance of what we just have read and studied in 2 Samuel chapter 11 and 2 Samuel chapter 12. Now, Psalm 51 for me is one of those it, 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 it's one of those psalms for me that stands out amongst really all the other psalms. And the reason why I say that is because we see the conviction, we see the repentance, we see the the sadness that filled David's heart for what he had done, not only to Bathsheba. Not only to Uriah the Hittite, but ultimately to God. Sin is a transgression, 1 John 3, 4. It's a violation. It's a going onward from the law of God. My friends, we have to be careful because 
Don't get me wrong. In life, we do things, we say things to hurt people. But ultimately, sin is against God. And we need to make sure we get we get it right with God. Because we can get it right with everyone here on earth. But if we don't get it right with God, we're going to be in some trouble in the judgment. And so the Bible says, David said, God, have mercy upon me. According to thy loving kindness. He says in verse two, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Verse number three, for I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. David said, God, I know I hurt you. God, I know I did wrong. God, I know I did something that was almost unforgivable. Have mercy upon me, oh God. Getting caught. Getting caught was the best thing that could have happened to David. I tell you, friends, the way back home may lead you as the prodigal son through a pig's pen. But it's better to come back home dirty, smelly, stinky, than to not come back home at all. In verse number five, behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Well, there it is. There's this. There's our Calvinistic view. David was born in sin. There it is. Verse number five right there. David was born in sin. We are born sinners. But if you remember Ezekiel 18, 20 and following. The father should not bear the iniquity of the son, nor the son shall bear the iniquity of the father. My friends, we're not born in sin. David was talking about the condition in which he was born into the world was sinful. David is not saying he was born in sin. David is not saying he was born in this. Well, he was born carrying the sins of his father, Jesse. He's not saying that. He's simply saying situation or the condition in which he came into the world was a sin for. But if there's one thing I want to leave you with on this episode, again, just talking about context, putting verses in their context. If there's one thing I want to leave you with today. On the other side of your repentance is God's forgiveness. I know it's difficult to forgive yourself sometimes. I think the reason for that is because we are judging ourselves based of what the world has given to us as a standard of righteousness and unrighteousness. But if you will repent, God will have you back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. 
Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.